With USC moving to the big conference starting in 2024, we're going to explore the question about recruiting and whether or not the Trojans can expand their recruiting footprint in order to recruit the type of players necessary to compete in the Big Ten Conference. And will USC be ready for the physical grind that the big conference schedule is known for? Let's talk about it on this episode of Locked On USC. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thanks for listening to Locked On USC. And thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Each show, we keep growing, and we want you to come along for the ride. So thanks for listening. And remember, we're free, and you can find us wherever you download your podcast. Okay, so we're recording this episode on a Monday night, the same day following Tackett Curtis's commitment to USC. Uh, He chose the Trojans over Ohio State and Wisconsin. So the six-foot-two, 220-pound linebacker, uh, he's rated as the nation's number 100 overall prospect in the 2023 on-3 consensus, and he's also the number seven, uh, he's considered the number seven linebacker nationally. Um, As far as Trojans, you know, anybody who, who... who knows anything about Trojan linebackers and their history. Uh, he's being compared to a, a Brian Cushing um, or before Brian, you might want to go back to a Matt Grudegood, uh, two former Trojan linebackers who, who literally could dominate a game by themselves. Um, so it, it, <laughs> if Tackett can live up to that hype, um, the Trojans have found themselves a, a huge recruiting win. Um, and this is a significant commitment for, for several reasons. Um, for one, it was a recruiting one against Ohio State and Wisconsin, who are, you know, these are going to be two future opponent, conference opponents for USC. Uh, so, you know, look, everyone knew that USC recruits very well their, their own backyard, and especially when they're winning. Um, when they're winning, USC can, you don't want to say... Uh, pick who they want, but history has shown they can pick who they want when they're on top of the world. Um, So the big conference, Big Ten Conference, whatever they're going to be called, uh, they're going to have to get used to this because um, when you, if USC wins in 22, and when I say win, I I think Vegas has the over-under at nine and a half wins for USC in 2022. If USC gets that 10-win season, uh, this could be a signal that there's a new recruiting sheriff in Dodge City or in the Big Ten Conference. So um, that could be interesting. And, you know, for, for USC to um, to get this commitment from, from Tackett, you know, it kind of, it reminds me of Pete Carroll's first big recruit um, that he he had to get it, it was almost like a domino effect because once you get that first one um, the other the others will start to follow along on that hype train and they'll, they'll be willing to take the risk and there's less risk this time you know when Pete Carroll took over USC he was taken over for Paul Hackett and you know USC was a hot garbage dump at that time but Pete Carroll was you know he'd been away from the NFL for a year and People kind of considered him a a mediocre, you know, an average head coach. You know, he wasn't USC's first, second, or third choice. So, um, this having Tackett choose 
USC, Lincoln Riley, now coming off a four and eight season. This is significant. And again, hopefully that's sending a signal to other, you know, elite recruits who, who are, are considering USC, but, you know, they want to see the proof first. They want to see the wins come. Hey, you know, once you get your, your Sean Cody, or, or in this case, your, your Tekka Curtis, let's see what happens. You know, recruiting quarterbacks and wide receivers at USC, that, that's never been an issue. It's never been an issue. Um, but recruiting linebackers and, and offensive linemen and, and the guys who play in the trenches recently, it has been an issue. And, I, you know, it's something we've spoken about on, on this show many times. Uh, you know, USC, they're, they're known as a football pra- uh, factory. They, they develop players at every single position. Um, and linebacker is, is one of their glory spots, so to speak. Um, you know, they got all Americans. They, there's just too many to name. Um, you've got Chris Claiborne, who was a Buckus Award winner. Clay Matthews, who, uh, by the way, as tonight is, I said I'm recording this episode, which means there's 47 days until USC kicks off against Rice. Clay Matthews wore number 47. Packer Curtis decided to commit today. Coincidence, who knows, but it's all working out well. Um, getting back to my point I was trying to make, I, I tend to get off tangent quite easily here. Um, getting Tackett to recruit. <coughs> Excuse me. It could send a signal. Um, you know, USC was anticipating July 25th as being the next date when they would get a uh, get a commitment. Uh, Micah Banuelos, the offensive lineman, was going to be choosing between USC, Oregon, and Texas A&M. So Tackett kind of threw off the timeline here a little bit. However, um, you know, with Tackett now in the fold, if Micah decides he's going to jump on uh, the Trojan hype train. That's two. And there's another guy out there who has USC in his final two choices. And that is Braylon Shelby, the defensive lineman uh, who is going to choose between USC and the Texas Longhorns. So, you know, going back to that dominoes analogy, you've got Tackett off the board. Uh, July 25th, Micah Banuelos is scheduled to make his announcement and word has it that uh usc feels feels very good in the position they're in for his uh for for his commitment and i'll tell you what if they can get braylon to be that third who knows what happens with with the rest of this class going forward but it's a good sign um you know i was i was shocked when i went and looked at some of these numbers here with USC's linebackers, they've only had one linebacker drafted in the last five years. So the fact that, uh, that again, Tackett is jumping on, it says something. Um, you know, when he talked to uh, our Scott Schrader over at WeRSC.com, he said, he, and I'm quoting, I just felt like the USC was the perfect fit for me and what I want to accomplish. Uh, I would I would love to be a part of a team that put USC back on top of college football. The staff is great, the scheme fit is great, and I could see myself playing for them. So while Ohio State offers everything, you know they're winning now, uh, they're competing every year for the you know for the playoffs, and they they bring in 
pretty much every player they they want. Um, for USC to to kind of say, hey, not this one, that's good. That's a good sign. And it's, it's something uh, I think Trojan fans should appreciate. Um, what else did I want to talk about with, with Tackett before, I, before moving on with this? Uh, so, again, you know, he's in the fold. We know we're waiting for Micah. I mentioned Braylon Shelby. Those could, that could be the domino effect. Um, now, if you want to get more recruiting information and how USC, uh, you know, head on over to wrc.com. You can get LinkedIn over there right now um, with our seven-day free trial, which includes monthly or an annual payment option for you to choose from. And you, that'll also include our exclusive on three plus content. Um, it's all the recruiting information, guru stuff from Scott. That's team coverage from myself and Eric McKinney. And that's the musings from Chris Arledge. So head on over there. You can get linked in with all of the, uh, all of your content that you don't listen to here on Locked on USC with your first listen. And after you're linked in with WeRSC, head on over to LinkedIn.com. Uh, where you can create a free job post in minutes because you can reach over 810 million people. That's how many people are part of their network. Basically, all you've got to do is you add your job and then the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can find you the right people to hire. They have these simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on Canvas with all the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million seekers visit LinkedIn? 40 million. So go ahead and post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. So we've got other news to talk about here uh, with USC. I gave you the latest on the recruiting with tech at Curtis uh, making his commitment, choosing the Trojans over Ohio state and Wisconsin to form two future Big Ten competitors that USC uh, will no doubt be going up against uh, for more recruits. However, um, today, Monday, um, USC found out that uh, Caleb Williams and Jordan, Jordan Addison, uh, two guys they got through the transfer portal, are on the preseason Maxwell Award list. The Maxwell Football Club um announced its watch list for the 86th award that's going to be presented annually to the outstanding player in college football. Uh, This award has been presented to the college player of the year since dating back to, I believe, 1937. And it's named in honor of Robert Tiny Maxwell, who was a former standout at Swarthmore College and a renowned sports writer and football official. The semifinalists for the award will be announced November 1st, while the three finalists for the Maxwell will be unveiled November 22nd. And the winners 
uh, will be announced as part of the ESPN Home Depot College Football Awards show uh, that's held December 8th uh, towards the end of the year. Now, you know, you've got to admit, Trojan fans, this is crazy to think, but you've got to go all the way back to 1981 and Marcus Allen for the last Trojan to win the Maxwell Award. Two years before that, Charles White. What do those two guys have in common? They both won the Heisman. So think about that. No Carson Palmer, no Matt Leinart, no Reggie Bush, no Marquis Lee. Uh, those are all Heisman winners and a Bolitnikoff Award winner. And not one of those guys was able to pull off uh, the Maxwell Award to accompany their Heisman or a Bolitnikoff. That's it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Uh, something else that a little bit of news, UNLV, the Runner Rebels, they were added to uh, the 2027 out-of-conference schedule for USC. So I guess the question is, will they still be a member of the Mountain West Conference at that time? Or you know, are they going to be a Pac-12 team? So, you know, I'm wondering, will, um, will, you, will this still be a part of USC's out-of-conference schedule in 2027? I know in 2024, uh, USC has Notre Dame and LSU um, as part of the out-of-conference. And I believe San Jose State is the third team. Um, don't, don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure, though. Uh, but I started checking around. In 2025, if you want to start looking for a trend, see what's happening with the, the SEC, and, and in particular, Alabama. Um, the SEC tends to schedule down with their out-of-conference. Alabama, starting in 2025, is scheduling up. They actually have two marquee Power 5 names on their out-of-conference schedule. So my point being is we know that um, college football is expanding. So, you know, it, we get to the point where you have three super conferences. Um, you know, you're going to have the SEC and the big conference of supers. Um, if UNLV somehow finds themselves in the Pac-12, hey, that's a great uh, out-of-conference game, in my opinion. And at that point, I'm saying, because they're not a Mountain West team, let's play this. Let's consider playing this game in Las Vegas. Not at UNLV Stadium. Play it at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. You know, when USC used to schedule Hawaii, it was like a, a treat for the fans. Um, everybody gets to go to Hawaii. You get that. And not only that, when you travel to Hawaii for a game, you would get to schedule an extra game on the mainland. So while you won't get that extra game on the mainland, uh, you do get to go to Las Vegas. And let's be honest here, USC will be the home team in any event so that, you know, for financial purposes, they can get the bigger cut of the check and they'll have a larger fan base there. And with Vegas being a transient visitor town, my gosh, imagine being in Vegas that weekend and getting a chance to go watch a college football game indoors. Sign me up. You know, USC, uh, again, they're going to be kicking off against LSU in 2024 in Vegas. So let's make this kind of a every three or four years. Let's, let's line up UNLV. 
let's play the game in Vegas under the dome at Allegiant, and we'll just deem USC as the as the home team. I think the fans would not mind getting on a plane ride for an hour or even making that four and a half, five hour drive across the desert. You can bet on it. Uh, you know, Vegas is the perfect place to make a bet. So uh, when USC can't get out to Vegas or when you can't get over to Vegas, head on over to betonline.net because they're your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. That's where you're going to find all your latest sports development and league reviews. Um, including Major League Baseball. By the way, the All-Star Game is going on. Uh, when you're listening to this on Tuesday, this show, Clayton Kershaw will be the starting pitcher for the National League. He almost threw a perfect game in his last outing against the Angels. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Betonline, where the game starts. All right, before we get out of here, you know, I touched on it briefly there in our previous segment. Um, Expansion is going to happen. Um, USC and UCLA are cutting the Big Ten. You know, Texas and Oklahoma last year made the decision to join the SEC. Well, the expansion war of words has already started. The SEC started their media week this week, sponsored by Bush's Baked Beans. And the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, uh, who used to be the athletic director at the University of Arizona, for those who aren't aware of that, uh, he was asked if the addition of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten uh, kind of out-trumped the SEC's addition of Texas and Oklahoma, which he, you know, obviously bristled at and said, no, of course not. Um, but it did kind of set off a, a little bit of a, of a, a tangent of a narrative that that was going on the first day of uh, SEC media day. So, um, and people were having fun with it on social media. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when uh, Kevin Warren kicks off the big 10 media day, how he responds. Cause you know, that question is going to come up and George Kolaivkov, um, the PAC 12 or slash 10 <laughs> commissioner, um, it's going to be interesting to see what how he's going to spin that July 29th when the Pac-12 um, kicks off their media day. Um, also, uh, you know, will he have a, an announcement to make? Um, because it kind of looks like uh, that the Big 12 and the Pac-10, Pac-12 merger, that looks to be dead in the water right now. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen between now and our next Locked on USC show and between the Pac-12 uh, media day. So until we find out then, um, when you're not listening to Locked on USC, go ahead and head on over to Locked on Pac-10 and Locked on Big Ten for your second listen. And you can get all of your uh, sports information and, and team information updates, what's going on with each conference. Uh, with the Pac-12, 
Spencer McLaughlin is your host. And with the Big Ten, you get Nate Dickinson. So, again, not a lot going on this week. It's early until our next Locked on USC. Uh, We look forward to having you tag along with us. When you're not listening here, head on over to wersc.com and check out all of our content. You won't be disappointed. Right on, guys.